Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park eerily quiet and then my mind was kind of like you know the head in the fishbowl but it takes me into the bathroom and says this is how you brush your teeth brush rinse repeat brush rinse repeat brush rinse repeat but there were two girls and it was like you don't have to give us a ride you can't fill us no you can't refuse to let us in this car thoughts were all alone in this empty void you know the head in the What's up, Rob? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Almost. Sort of, yeah. Well, we just recorded the show with Dr. Future. And uh, that was a that was a really good interview. A pleasure as always. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome to have him in the studio. I, I was hoping he could stick around for for what we're about to do, but uh, he had to leave. Yeah, he had to go get his get, go get his haircut and stuff like that. <laughs> so we are going to do just to end the year a little year in review. And normally we've done this with the main show we usually have done it at the end of the year after after an interview and this year we decided we just make it its own show so this is not going to be as long as the shows normally are um because we're going to probably not, we're not going to do another show recording till January 9th and then it'll be like maybe a couple of days after that that we'll actually get the show of that out. So we're going to go ahead and do this show so that uh, you won't miss us too much out there in podcast land. Um, we're going to miss you guys, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we hope everybody has had a good Christmas and everybody has a good New Year. And that 2018 is going to be is going to be a good year. And I've already scheduled uh, at least one interesting guest that I think everyone will like for the new year. And we'll continue to to schedule. And maybe you know, knock on wood, we'll get dear old Lukey back at some point to actually make an appearance. That's become our running joke, right? That. Luke never shows up for the podcast. <laughs> I know, but these days it's too true to be funny. Mm-hmm. It just makes me sad. Yeah, I know. 
Well, I was telling you earlier, he, he texted me last night and told me just like how important the podcast is. Give me this whole long thing. And I, I, all I simply, all I simply told him was get off Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in review. Can you believe 2017 is is over, almost over? No, I've already like at work. I've had to start writing 2018 on some of the paperwork that I mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. like scheduling upcoming stuff and whatnot. And oh man, I'm already all screwed up. Yeah, that's hard to do. Whenever you were in school and you had to write the new year on your mm-hmm. paper, and you always wrote the old one. Tom just goes so fast, man. And we should have flying cars by now, right? At least hoverboards. Yeah, At something least. like that. <laughs> well, don't we kind of have hoverboards? Yeah, but it's kind of like those kind of like fake ones or whatever. Mean, like, real ones, like yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, and I hope you, I, I, I hope your gig went well. It, I it, hope it, it, did it, too. <laughs> it, 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 it was fantastic. From uh, what I, I, I remember in the future. Right. That we're recording this, so I'm sure it did. Yeah. If anybody yeah. doesn't know, Rob, tell them about your 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 '80s cover band. I have an '80s cover band. We're called Cobra Kai, and we have a gig tomorrow night. It's gonna be awesome. Every gig we've ever had has had a different keyboard player. <laughs> Hoping this one sticks around. <laughs> it's gonna be like Spinal Tap with the drummers. It is, yeah. But for us, it's keyboard players. It's like why? Um, you guys are doing a residency every. Yeah, like, yeah, we play the third Thursday of every month at a place called Twin Kegs Two in uh, right near downtown Nashville. So, what would that be in January? No idea. The eighteenth, possibly. That's what it kind of looks yep. like. Yeah, sounds right. Okay, so your next one would be January eighteenth. That's right. Come see us. So, and you guys play all the uh, the the eighties hits. And that's Rob and uh, Jeff, who you hear occasionally on this show. So, let's get started. Your interview. All right. First one we did, uh, posted January 9th. That's episode 147. We've done a lot of episodes this year, because this is 194. Um, That was Steph Young with Panic in the Woods. Of which I'm yet to get uh, Steph back on the show. Yeah, she was a great guest. I loved her back. Yeah. She's got a new book, right? I, she probably does. I mean, she's pretty prolific as far as as far as writing books. I think she does because she was working on the the smiley face killer stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we were originally going to do that show uh, about that, and she told me that she didn't want to do it about that because apparently she'd been getting death threats about it. And, but it was an interesting show. Nonetheless, we talked about the Hosanna church. Oh, yeah. um, we talked about that weird story about something that happened in Tennessee where these guys got followed all the way clear across Arkansas and into Tennessee and ended up in some like weird church and, uh, yeah, cult members following them. And they're like, you know, it, this was back in the nineties or something. And and we talked a little bit about Reynolds from Forest too. Yeah, I I really need to get her get her back on. Maybe get pursue her to get back on in uh, in 2018. She's been doing her podcast and stuff too. 
Yeah, yeah. I think some of her podcasts she puts on Patreon, and some of it she she releases uh, she releases for free. The next episode we posted that on January the twelfth. That was the Romper Room one. Our experiments with the Romper Room concept, of which this was. Me, you and I, and Alyssa, and Luke, and Jeff did this. Really? All of us were there? Yeah, all of us were there for that one. Uh, That was interesting. Things got a little bit contentious. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I remember we talked about this, uh, the um, resolutions for white people video that was out at the same time. And talked about Obama leaving and... uh, or some of the other things. What did I what did I title it? Oh yeah. And but also came back a few days later and talked about the whole Trump Golden Showers tape. Which was this was right before uh Trump actually uh came into came into office. And that was kind of a departure because right at that point, I think is where we kind of stopped with like a lot of the politics stuff. You know, we we've touched on it here and there this year, but we haven't touched on it as much as we did in 2016 right well yeah with there being a, an election year and mm-hmm. extremely divided sort of intense election year we got drawn into a lot of that right and that was kind of the tail to tail into that um there's romper room too of course we kind of got into politics on that one but that was a little later on in the year yeah yeah uh episode 149 aaron david another guest i need to get back on this was talking about uh, some of his occult experiments and his experiences with a weird goat-like creature, <laughs> which was which was interesting. Um, now, in this one, Aaron talked about all that kind of stuff about kind of melding the occult and his ideas about Christianity, and which in the next episode we did uh, when Alyssa said that she liked the Pope is when we got the email. Oh yeah. <laughs> but the, but the one before that where I thought it was going to be like really contentious was uh, what, what you, you crickets were, were chirping when Alyssa said she liked the Pope Lord forbid. Uh, so that was, that was an interesting one. Um, like I said, I really do need to get Aaron back on. I don't know why I haven't had him on. I actually went and hung out with him in um, in Asheville uh, back in June of this year. And uh, Aaron's a really great guy. Him and him and Kelly are really great people. I was thinking about get, trying to invite them to come to uh, our 200th episode hmm. thing because they're you know they're not too far from us. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, episode 150. This is the 150th episode roundtable. This was Soraya, Red Pill Junkie, and Joshua Cutchin. And we talked about several things here. Uh, talked about the, uh, what, you know, the Hostage to the Devil, which I, we later had the director on a couple of shows after that. And we talked about some of like the uh, concepts of possessions by the dead, uh, past life memories, what that, you know, the, the debate between that, uh, September 11th, uh, conspiracy theory becoming mainstream. Some of the stuff that we, that we spoke about. Would well, do you remember anything about that show? 
Um, not specifically. I, I love those. I mean, all those guys are on that episode is, um, very enlightening always. And I'm always like, I never talk when any of those guys are on because I just feel like they know so much more. All, any, any of the, what was it? Three, three of them. On yeah. That there one? were three of them on that one. Red pill. Sarai, yeah. And Joshua. So it's just like, I just, I just sit there and absorb, you know? Yeah, I had the same experience when I was on with, uh, it was Red Pill and, and Greg Bishop and Soraya. When I was on the round table with them, where did the road go? I just felt like a complete dumbass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have absolutely nothing to bring to the table. <laughs> well, I tried to bring some things, but it's just like, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're in the midst of mental giants, it's kind of right. hard to do. Um, and we did that. I mostly did that as a, as a round table thing. Cause you know, one fifty, the nice round number. I didn't yeah. really make want to make a big event about it, but I figured that was a good time to do a round table with those three, those three guys. Um, and also too, that's where Alyssa said she loved the Pope and we lost a listener because Alyssa likes the Pope. Um, episode 151. This was Mark Schaus, um, entitled what Russia wants. Rather timely, considering what we just talked about with Dr. Future. Uh, Mark is a podcaster as well. He has a a podcast called uh, Russian Rulers, and, or also Russian History Retold. He actually just stopped doing that. Um, he put out like about 170-something episodes. Uh, Well-recommended if you like history podcasts. Uh, Mark pretty much goes through the entire course of Russian history. Um, in that, we talked about uh, kind of like his family back background, what he got, how he got into Russian history. Uh, some some of the things about like you know what motivates Russia, um, what uh, some of the historical stuff. Uh, some of some was similar to what we talked about with with Doctor Future as well, and kind of and also talked a little bit of some little little historical mysteries. Um, again, someone I'd love to get back on. Um, Mark is extremely knowledgeable about Russian history. Uh, and also, you know, too, I, I'd love to get on people that 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 have history podcasts. If there's anyone that's listening out there that has something like that, um, I would I would love to talk to somebody to do that. I'd love to get um uh what is what's his name? Uh it does. He did the history of Rome, and now he does Mike Duncan. On he's got a book out about ancient Rome, and kind of also looking at how that's similar to what's going on now. So if he's listening, please come on the show. Um, you remember anything about that, or <laughs> no? The history ones are the worst for me. I think we'll get cl- <laughs> like- as we get closer to now. I think you'll remember more and more. Yeah, well, it's just it's the history stuff is rough for me. I never did good in history, and it it's like it, it interests me from the um, you know, obviously from the perspective of you know where we've been and where we are now, and the uh, more and more it's the similarities between now and past that really fascinate me. But like, I can't retain any of it, so it's really hard for me when we when we do a show like that. Because I was like. Yeah, there's a lot of information just kind of gets thrown at you at once. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there's a ton of it. Uh, like, you know, we were, uh, when we were talking to Dr. Future, I mean, there's just a ton of information. And there's a ton of information that's in these books that he's writing. 
Um, so yeah, I could def- I definitely understand. You see, folks, that's the difference between Adam and I. He he reads the books and comes into these things <laughs> prepared. Yeah. Also, at this time, uh, we were a lot of this time we were talking about PizzaGate stuff as well. Um, we were kind of reviewing a lot of that. Right. Um, so, so that was going on at the same time in some of the, the non guest segments, um, where we tried to kind of like dissect that and, um, but episode 152, uh, Marty Stalker hostage to the devil. This was a real treat because, uh, we talked to him about his, this is about his documentary that he, that was on Netflix. And I think probably still is on Netflix. That is about uh, Malachi Martin, uh, the the exorcist uh, for the Roman Catholic Church, a rather traditional Roman Catholic Church. That was giving me a blank stare. No, I remember it, <laughs> but like, I remember doing the show, and I remember really liking it, but all the details have fled. Well, he was, uh, Malachi Martin was a, he was a self-described exorcist. He wrote quite a few books. He also wrote about the third secret of Fatima. Yeah, I remember that part. And all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And we talked about, we also talked about that kind of independently. Uh, We kind of, that was was one we did earlier in the day uh, because Marty's in the UK, uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, we also talked a little bit some of his other films that he did. Uh, one about dealing with a, a soldier with PTSD, which he talked about some of his experiences with that as well, which was also very interesting and quite moving actually for me. And, uh, but yeah, it's it was a it was a good documentary and, and kind of get his idea of how he formulated the film. Uh, episode one fifty three. That was February 19th. That was William Ramsey, second time we had him on. And we talked about his book, Children of the Beast, which is about people that have been influenced by Aleister Crowley. You know, it was coming at some point yep. in the show. Yeah, um, th- this one I remember pretty vividly, and it was, um, it was interesting because there was a lot of people on the list that I didn't know would be on there. But it was also a v- vastly different show than I thought it was going to be. It was so much more... Um, informative as far as the uh the influence sure and the spread of it throughout time than it was into the um i guess more cult elements i expected to like the, um you know, like this famous person was into this kind of occulty stuff because of him instead it was more of the um the spreading of it i, I think that right and we yeah it was like you know timothy leary uh you know quite a few other people that were inspired by by Aleister Crowley. Uh, we talked about uh, Kenneth Anger, uh, Jimmy Page. Uh, we also talked about Pizzagate in that show. About We got his his viewpoint on Pizzagate. We kind of exhausted the whole Pizzagate thing. Um, we did for a month or so there. Yeah, it was about yeah, it was about two months. But you know, I kind of you know, I felt like we got a real kind of rounded perspective on it. And the show that we that I just did with Michael Hughes, that was uh about how he thinks Pizzagate is bullshit. But uh, we didn't just focus on Pizzagate. That was just one element of what we talked about. But I'll get to that. Which, that's a, f- a fairly new show. Uh, 
episode 154, Greg Bishop. First time we had him on. Oh, and to go back to, uh, we actually did with William Ramsey a little later. We did more Children of the Beast, but that's a Patreon episode. Oh, right. So I think that was about like March or April that we did that. So that was that was more of the people that he described from the from uh, from his book. And I think we talked, we got onto some kind of weird subject too. I don't remember exactly how, what we got onto on that one, but, oh yeah, we talked a little bit about the, um, about some of the, um, smiley face killer stuff Yeah, on that one too. Cause he was working on a book about that, uh, or, a, or a documentary. So I, I'll get back in touch with him because that's one, that's something that I'm really, really interested in because that's some really weird and scary stuff. But uh, yeah, 154, Greg Bishop, It Defies Language. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, Greg Bishop Greg. definitely is one of my favorites. That, that I'm going to be honest with you, that was a rough interview for me. Because I, as, as, long as, I'd, I, as, as long as I had wanted to get Greg Bishop on the show, I never really knew how to approach him. Because it, it just, it, it seemed like that... Uh, you know, he didn't really want to, because I'd heard stuff like he didn't really want to talk about uh, Project Beta, which I finally did get him to agree to come talk to us about Project Beta, but he'll do it. But, uh, so we talked about his book, It Defies Language, which was kind of a, dep- a compendium of some of the stuff that he put out in, uh, in a, like an online zine from the early 2000s and a few other essays that he had put out. And, you know, listening to, I hadn't really started listening to Radio Mysterioso yet. So, and really not knowing that, like, you know, Greg's whole thing is that it's very much a conversational style, you know? And it's like, there's there's not a lot of structure to his interviews that he does on there. Sure. And when we did, when we, I kind of wanted it to be more of a formal kind of interview. And plus, (laughs) I remember this because... I called him a ufologist. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> and he said, uh, he he said, well, thanks, but I'm not a ufologist. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I thought I just screwed up and just made the guy really bad. No, he's well, he's just he's like that. He's so direct <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes, but never. He comes off as way more serious than he is too. Which was funny because when we were having uh, dinner with him and Nick Redford and Jack Brewer in that restaurant in mm-hmm. Roswell later on. That uh, we he said something about interviewing somebody, and it was like an awkward interview. And I looked at him, and I said, "Yeah, I had some guy on my show that said that I, when I called him a ufologist, told me they weren't." And he looked at me and he said, "That was me, wasn't it?" I said, <laughs> I said "Yeah." We all laughed about it. So we did a Patreon though later on uh, that people that where I just told you, okay because I'd listened to Radio Mysterioso by that point, and I said, just go ahead and let's start recording. Don't have any formal, like, introduction right. to the show. Just start recording, because that's, that's what he's into. That's what he does. And that went really smooth. Like, we were all over the place in topics. Right, but, but, it, was but it was fun. And, and that's know? how it's been every, every time, like, he's come back on, too. It's mm-hmm. like, you just got to kind of mm-hmm. let go of the wheel a little bit. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Expect that you're gonna go on a yeah. bit of an adventure. Yeah, let let him steer a little bit because it was uh, 
And it, it, but it just it was like it was such an such an awkward interview for me. And a lot of people told me that they really loved the interview that that first interview with Greg Bishop. And I was like, really? Because I just felt like I was I didn't know what I was doing. But you know, you, you got to break the ice sometimes. I guess is what what it is. Episode one fifty five that uh, March twelfth. That is Chris Wolford two, where we talked to Chris. Just had him on. Just recently, uh, we talked about Vault Seven U- UFOs, portals, and Tom and and his favorite subject, Tom DeLonge. Right. <laughs> so I think we d- just talked a little bit about like you know this is more just a kind of a free flowing thing with Chris, where he talked about the Vault Seven revelations, the CIA, uh, such things like um, where they admitted to having the technology to remotely remote control. Uh, blow up cars and steer cars into trees, which reminded me of the whole Michael Hastings thing. And we also talked a little bit more about Rendlesham and kind of his studies on like the Rendlesham Forest case and portals. Um, and of course, Tom DeLong, which at that time, Tom DeLong had not made any kind of announcement about his whole To the Stars Academy stuff. And we've had Chris on several times. I mean, he's kind of like guest co hosted the show. Um, so he, you know, Chris, Chris is one of my favorite people to have on. He just gets way too excited about UFOs, (laughs) Tom DeLong. He gets worked up, man. But, uh, episode 156, that was Zach Hunt, Issues in American Christianity. Uh, this one, actually, Zach is a local guy. He lives here in Nashville. He actually lives in the same area that we do. And, um, he's someone that is a blogger. Uh, I think it was, it used to be, his blog used to be called American Jesus. And which reminded me of the bad religion song, American Jesus. And it's now just ZachHunt.com. But, uh, he's one of those people like Dr. Future where very critical of kind of like the evangelical and Christian leadership and very critical about Trump. Which you know is good and refreshing. So uh, that's probably one of my probably one of my favorite all time interviews. And again, another guest that I need to get, that I need to get back on. But recently, we posted his interview on our new YouTube channel. That's right. Which, if you guys didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. <laughs> so please go subscribe. Yeah, and, and if you guys like to listen to YouTube, or we all know people that like we know would love podcasts if we could get them into podcasts, but for some reason they're just completely against the idea of podcasts, but they listen to the same kind of stuff on YouTube all the time. Now you can recommend us there. Which I still don't understand because like, if you listen to YouTube on your phone, your battery like drains really quick. I don't get it either, but I know several people that that's, that's the only place they'll. I know it's just their thing, I guess. Episode 157. Always mangle this. This was Jeff Worcester. Worcester. And see, that's weird because Zach Hunt seems like it was years ago, and Jeff doesn't Does it really? that long at all. <laughs> they were only a show apart. I know. Actually, they were only like two weeks apart because we recorded that on April 2nd, and that was about the deep state. And we talked about some of his studies. He has, a, his is, uh, he has an organization called... Um, called the Center for Deep State Research or something like that. Oh, God. You know, I hate it when I do this. 
I should have written it down on there. But, uh, you know, Center for Deep Political Research. There it is. And so we talked about that. We talked about um, Gary Webb. I think we talked about Danny Casalero, some of the dead journalists, uh, stuff that happened to them. That show was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> a subject yeah. just like, ugh. Yeah. It, 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 well, you know, for lack of a better term, it got pretty deep. And it, it's, uh, it, you know, he was a person that I'd just seen posting on Facebook, and I was like, hey, you'd love to come on the show. I'd love to have somebody talk about this. And he's very knowledgeable about all this stuff. Uh, episode 158, Thad McCracken, or as Rob likes to say, McCracken. McCracken. <laughs> That was the second time we had Thad on. Actually, the third time, really, because in 2016, we had Thad on to talk about um, Pizzagate and yeah. how he thought it was bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time we we talked about Pizzagate. Uh, that one was about his book, Transmissions from Outside of Time. And this was about uh, – he took he recapped his experiences – that happened since he came on the first time in 2014. Right, because it's been a long time. And he talked about synchronicities, modes of consciousness, burning man, and demon conjuration. We didn't talk about brushing his teeth this time, though. No. Learning how to brush his teeth by a demon. Uh, but we love Thad. He's a great guy. But it's like, you know, take a breath every now and again, <laughs> dude. I, I still got a Heather. She's kind of behind still on listening to the show. And she told me that uh, she sends me a message. She says, God, this Thad guy just doesn't breathe. He's like 100 miles an hour. Man, I wish I had half the energy that guy has. Half. Yeah, tell me about it, dude. I do. I, do, <laughs> I would do amazing things with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Episode 159. Uh, this was the beginning of us starting uh, our the Road, Road to Roswell. Ro- Road to Roswell series. Yeah. Of which we did go to the uh, to Roswell this year for the 70th anniversary of whatever the hell happened. Uh, this was Dr. Heiser, Michael Heiser. Uh, we talked about reversing Hermon, which was uh, about the everything about from the story of the Watchers in Genesis to the birth of Jesus, how all that is how all that is connected. Um, very interesting book. Anything about Dr. Heiser, I highly recommend. Yeah, and I'm not going to. He's one of my favorite authors. I'm not going to lie. Most of the uh, the religious stuff that we have on the show, I like <laughs> fade out like Luke. Like, I try. I really do try, but like. Fade out like Luke. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Dr. Heiser, it, it doesn't matter what he's talking about. It's fascinating and it's very deep and mm. very well thought out and very well thought through. You know, he's very well researched individual and it's yeah he's always a pleasure and we also talked about the holy blood holy grail um yeah mythos and the merovingian stuff you and i did that i think at the beginning Mm -hmm. and uh i think that uh something got misquoted from the bible which oh was that that night yeah which got us like a (laughs) one-star review on itunes did it yeah oh i thought it was just like an (laughs) email we got that in it's either one or the two. Like, we'll get the emails or we'll get, like, people leaving that on iTunes. See, I appreciate the, the emails. But, <laughs> come on. If you're going to leave a review on iTunes, leave, like, a review that covers the show, not a episode. Or, or like, one sentence that was said in an episode. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're rating that one sentence a one star, not the other 400,000 sentences from the show. <laughs> 
I love the show, but what you said sucks. Yeah. You were wrong one time. I've been wrong a lot of times. Episode 160, Joe Jordan. That was about uh, CE4 research and stopping alien abductions. This was also another of the speakers that was at Guy Malone's conference in Roswell. So I was getting ready for that and having everybody on. Joe was someone that I wanted to have on for a while. We actually did that real late on a Friday night because Joe is in South Korea. So there's like a 25-hour time difference or something. And so we did that. And, you know, Joe Jordan, if you're not familiar with him, uh, he talks a lot about um, basically his whole thing is people have been able to stop alien abductions by calling on the name of Jesus. So this was another one of those religious ones. Well, uh, (laughs) yeah. And I have... Although it's interesting when you hear Joe actually kind of talk about his journey and talk about the people. And he's also, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, he he talks about how, like, that there's a... That it could be... What he's talking about is demons, but I think he's. I don't. I don't think that he really wants to come out and say that that's what it is. Yeah, for, and, I think he's. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's kind of. Uh, what is that? Uh, you know, he's he's kind of revised his theory about it a little bit over the years. To something that's what might be a little bit more unknown, but it is interesting some of the patterns that he's found. It's just another part of the story. Yeah. You know, and we later, uh, I think a couple of episodes after that, I had, yeah, I had Joshua Cutchin come on and kind of give his side of it uh, from kind of the 14 point of view. And Josh is a Christian as well. So, you know, he gave us that point of view too. Um, episode 61, 161, this was Cisco Murdoch and Steve Stockton. And this was Cisco's Weird World. I never caught that title. Um, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cisco was, she was really nice. And, you know, we love Steve, Steve and his stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Steve's great. You know, Tennessee guy. Yep. Even though he's in Portland, <laughs> Oregon now. And, and Cisco, I mean, she had a lot of interesting stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love story episodes. Right. Personal experiences. Yep. And, and Steve's voice is just like, you know, like, like I'm curled up on the floor and Grandpa's telling me a story. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's another one of those guys you could get to read the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Red Pill Junkie, and you get him to read the Spanish phone book. But uh, uh, Steve definitely, although he did have a cold that night, and like he was like wheezing the entire time. Yeah, I forgot about that. But but <laughs> was like, Steve, are you okay? <laughs> are you, you asked are you, him that at one point, did you? I think I did. Like, yeah. Like Steve, are you there? Did are, you, you just, <laughs> are you all right, buddy? <laughs> I've never heard a thud or have anybody fall asleep on the show before, which, which, uh, which actually, uh, you know, since we brought up Josh Cutchin, it was funny. Cause I listened to where did the road go? One of the round tables that they did. And like, you know, Josh is like, you know, he, he's one of, he, he teaches like, um, tuba and stuff during the day. So he teaches music and, you know, Soraya, he always does the show like at night, like Soraya's a night out. He's a, he's a right. vampire for God's sakes. And so they're, they're doing this round table and I'm listening to it. And at one point towards the end, you just hear Josh, Josh just start storing just like, <laughs> It was classic, man. 
162, that was Brian Gadawa. Chronicles of the Apocalypse, which we just talked to Brian not too long ago. Oh, was this the... The Preterist. <laughs> the Preterist and yeah. the Millennium. Yeah, the- yeah. I, I, uh, we started that episode off, you and I, talking about uh, the different viewpoints in Christian eschatology. The pre-millennial, post-millennial. Well, here we go. Look, yeah, somebody, somebody I picked I, it up. I retained some of it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember which ones think Revelations is happening, which ones think that's already happened, and which ones think that it's going uh, to be future. Okay, well, Revel... Okay, no, no, well, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't bother. I won't uh, remember. Okay, it. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Preterism thinks that Revelations has mostly happened, um, which apparently Brian has come to the Preterist viewpoint that everything in the book of Revelations, a Revelation describes what happened in uh, 70 AD at the burning of the temple, destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. So it's done and over. Yeah, so it's done and over. But then there might be a thousand years or there might not be or... Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, so there's, there's full preterism and there's partial preterism. Yeah, see, which, I, know, I know, I know the yeah, subject. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Go yeah, might be able to go to theology school after this. <laughs> Episode 163, Mike Sove, the John Teeter legend. Ooh, this one was cool. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of this, and that's just fascinating from a um, like a, a social media standpoint, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. So basically the idea of John Teeter, the time traveler, um, that that being some kind of fiction that was on the internet, yeah, just kind of early web forum. Yeah, stuff. early war, web forum. Uh, kind of like maybe like a role playing aspect to it, and but, this kind of thing that this kind of thing that just kind of keeps going and going. Yeah, and whoever it was was knowledgeable enough to make it very believable and interesting. Right, <laughs> they're kind of a a futurist kind of aspect to it as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and um. He actually hit me up about wanting to be on some roundtable episodes too, so oh, we cool. sh- we should try to get some of those going. Uh, episode one sixty four, Michael Hughes. First time I had Mike on. Uh, this is mentalism, the occult, tarot, and binding Trump. Mentalism, which is kind of like a form of magic, uh, where you can you can convince convince people that something is going on when it really isn't. Um. So we kind of talked about, you know, some of his experiences as a mentalist um, and also tarot. And I had uh, Heather was here for that one. She sat, I think she sat in on the phone with us. And uh, since she's really into tarot, yeah, yeah, that's they, right. they got to speak as well. And the binding Trump thing is because Mike actually was responsible for and uh coming up with this idea for for witches and occultists to to bind Trump and all his cronies. So uh did not know that Mike actually was the one that made up that. I I had seen him post stuff about it on the on Facebook, but I thought he was just like, you know, posting these from from other people. And when I was talking to him on Where Did the Road Go, I was like I was like, oh well you're the guy that actually came up with it. Okay. So, uh, love Mike. He's, uh, been one of my favorite guests. 
Episode 165, Nick Redfern. This is the fourth time we had Nick on. <laughs> Secret Societies. Um, now, this was also part of the Road to Roswell series because we, um, Nick was at that same conference that we were at. and uh, But we did not talk about UFOs. We talked about his Secret Society book. And we talked about some really, <laughs> like some really weird stuff. And of course, you know, basic stuff like Freemasonry and the Illuminati, but also some of those, but also some of the other, like uh, not less known ones, like right. the Order of Hecate and weird stuff like that. The, a lot of stuff that happened in Britain that really hasn't filtered over to the United States. Right. And if you guys don't know who Nick is, he has written 473 books, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. on every single topic imaginable. Yes. And our whole show could have him as a guest every night and never get boring. Right. Right. And uh, it's funny because every time that I will turn on, you know, if I'm at my parents' house and my mom turns on Agent Aliens or some crap that's on Destination America, there's Nick Redfern. <laughs> or Netflix documentaries. It, it, it never or... <laughs> fails. It's like Nick Nick Redfern just shows up. And like you and like like Nick's like one of the most down to earth guys you'll ever meet. And it's too. funny because they give him a different title every time too, like depending on what the subject matter is. Like some shows he's a cryptozoologist, some shows mm-hmm, he's a ufologist, mm-hmm, some shows mm-hmm, he's because <laughs> he literally writes about everything mysterious. Yeah. And we then did a Patreon episode right after that interview with him and Greg Bishop, where we talked about um, his book that it was an updated version of the uh, Body Snatchers in the Desert, where he talked about some of the, you know, his theory of a non-extraterrestrial hypothesis of what happened at Roswell. Right. So that that's that's which was in line with his yeah what he what he talked about at the conference. Mm Mm-hmm. So so we did that too. A lot of Patreon episodes up there, guys. If you really want to listen to them, they're they're there. It sure is. Uh, episode <laughs> episode one sixty six. Randolph Benson. This is about the searchers. This was about his documentary about JFK researchers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was interesting. JFK assassination researchers. It was a documentary, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I watched it. it which good. yeah, which is still out there. And um he's screening it in various places. Um uh, and very well recommended. We talked about kind of like his idea, his version, his vision for the film. Uh we also talked about like, you know, he's the one that keyed me in. Well, him and Jeff Forster both keyed me in on the fact that the the, those documents were going to be released this year in 2017, which a lot of them were. And some of them have not been released as far as I know. But uh, we we talked about how those people that he documents in his film have basically struggled to get all that, to get all that released. So check that out. It's a good documentary called The Searchers. Episode 167. This again, Road to Roswell. This is Jack Brewer. The Grays have been framed. Um, great guess. Yeah, we. I don't think either of us knew fully what to expect going into this one. Mm-hmm. But he was, yeah, he's a he's a great guy. He's a really I had fun never guest. spoken to Je- to Je- to to Jack. I I I had no idea. You know, uh, 
I'd never heard any real interviews with him. So this was kind of like a cold thing for me. Of course, I, 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 don't I read he, the book. I don't think he had done a lot of interviews. No, I don't think he had. Um, but it was, you know, very, very eye-opening stuff. Uh, a lot of this was about, you know, just, just looking at the field of ufology and alien abduction and, and looking at how some of the, the researchers um, have kind of put their own biases and their own belief systems into, into this. And then also looking at some of the associations with, with mind control. Which that would be another good show to do with him because that that would be a show on in and of itself is the mind control, mind control stuff. Um, got a lot of good responses off of that off of that episode. I was kind of mildly surprised um, that that episode did did as well as it did. Uh, episode one sixty eight, Road to Roswell Roundtable. This was Peter Robbins, Guy Malone, and Chris Wolford again. And we basically talked about, uh, you know, we had Guy on because, of course, you know, he was putting on the modern challenges to extraterrestrial hypothesis. Um, three of these shows, I believe we put up, we put these up, I think, right when you were gone doing your Bonnaroo stuff. Yep. So we'd recorded these a lot earlier than that. Um, but that was that was another good one. Uh, we did speak a little bit about Rendlesham Forest, um, what happened at Roswell and the Roswell Slides. And, you know, we actually unfortunately started that off talking with Peter about some of the problems that was going on with Larry Warren, uh, which now I don't know if you guys know, but um, Left at East Gate has now been pretty much rescinded by the publisher at Peter's request because he doesn't trust um, what Larry Warren told him way back when is the truth. Uh, that's been an ongoing saga. So, um, but good to have all those guys, um, all together on that one. And then episode 169, Jenny Ashford two, the unseen hand. This was about poltergeists. Um, which we, that's where we talked about Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we had time. him on, actually, for the outro. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he came and sat in uh, for a little bit. He kind of, like, appeared through a time portal. Creepy as hell. And it was just this little weird mongoose with glowing, glowing eyes, said some weird shit, and on the microphone and left. Um, You, you never, and, and of course, Chris Wolford joined us for that one, too. Um, that was almost two in a row, which, you know, anytime some weird stuff happens with UFOs, there's like the latest development. I get Chris on to talk about it because yeah. he keeps up with it a whole lot better than I do. He's our UFO correspondent. Yes. Yes. Uh, and of course we talked about Tom DeLong. <laughs> but, uh, we also talked to Chris on that one about the, um, uh, the mummies in Peru. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. So. Um, but we love, we love to have Jenny on and her and Tom both oh, yeah. are just absolutely, they're, they're some of our favorite people and you guys really need to check out their 13 o'clock podcast, which we later had them on back for that one. Uh, we, of which when we drove to Roswell, you and I listened like 
a whole bunch of those podcasts yeah, for like over and hours. over. We started with the one about necrophiliacs. <laughs> uh, episode 170, Randall Carlson came back. Always love talking to Randall, too. Um, he's the wizard of our community. He's the Gandalf. Um, and he looks like Gandalf. He does. We talked about Younger Darius, Comet Impacts, and Climate Change. This one, we got a lot more into the climate change stuff than we had before. Uh, this was also kind of in response to an interview that he had done earlier, uh, a couple of months earlier and on the Joe Rogan podcast, where he was with um, Graham Hancock and Michael Shermer. So we were talking a little bit about that as well. But uh, he kind of filled us in on like the last um, 50,000 years uh, or 150,000 years or so of climate history on the planet Earth. And we also talked about the Younger Dryas and what that might mean as far as like um, Gobeki, what's that place called? Gobeki Tepe yeah. and uh, some other interesting subjects. We talked about my hometown too, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We talked about your hometown of Manistee. The bizarre yes. fires that happened at the same time as the Chicago fires. And yes. The fires around the state. Yeah, how weird is that? <clears throat> Which, you know, your parents are here. Have you ever asked them about that? No, I bet my dad would, might know. He's a history guy. Yeah, we need to ask history him. Guy, yeah. uh, episode 171. This was the Roswell 70th anniversary interviews. This was a cornucopia. These are the interviews that you and I did over in Roswell while we were there. And we had Guy Malone, Nick Redfern, Jack Brewer, Mike Heiser, Joe Jordan, and Greg Bishop. And we also talked to Natalina from the Extraordinary Intelligence Podcast, which is the first time that I had met her and the first time she actually was on the show. Right. Um, so that's a that was a really good one, a real joy to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, that thing was like, Three hours long or something. Yeah, three hours and eight minutes. And it took us nine days to accomplish. It did take us nine days to accomplish. <laughs> kind of a shorter thing. I mean, I think originally we were going to try to get like three shows out of it, but I think we just decided we'll do 30 minutes because we just didn't have quite the same kind of time availability. Right. We were trying to get at, people in between at Paradigm Symposium. And yeah. Of which we may um, be doing a similar thing. In 2018, we'll keep everybody posted on oh, yeah. that. We'll do some sort of travel episode. Yep. Followed by episode 172, that is Timothy Renner, Bigfoot in Pennsylvania, of which Tim is another person I need to get on. And I actually got to hang out with Tim and his co-host on Strange Familiars, uh, James. We hung out in, we actually we hung out in Gettysburg together. Um and at Alba Twitch Day in Columbia, Pennsylvania, before that. But uh, right. we didn't just talk about Bigfoot, did we? We talked about all kinds of yep. Pennsylvania legends. And yep. some of them are almost more like fairy creature like. Mm-hmm. These were, um, it's a, his book, Bigfoot in Pennsylvania, is a compendium of all these different newspaper articles from the mid 19th all the way to the early 20th centuries. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And was, so we talked about some of the weird stuff that was in that, what some of it meant, um, how it kind of evolved. You get like these hairy uh-huh. man, like wild feral people legends and like there's weird, like 
mystical elements to a lot of it. <laughs> some some of the strange like uh, ghost, you know, yeah. ghostly things that that went along with it as well. Yeah, it's not just not just Bigfoot. Uh, episode one seventy three. This was UFOs reframing the debate part one. This was all about the book that came out at that time called UFOs Reframing the Bait, which, which Robbie Graham had put out. Uh, he edited it. And I had Joshua Cutchin to come on to talk about it because Josh is one of the contributors to the book as well. Um, but Rob, Robbie Graham had, to, he had a family emergency and couldn't make it. <laughs> so I got Greg Bishop pretty much last minute to come on, mm-hmm. which he was really like really gracious to do for us. Um, so that was, we talked about, you know, more about like Greg's co-creation theory, some of that. Um, and that was one of those shows where Comcast crapped out on us. Of course. And we had to use, of course, you know, it was like a su- early Sunday morning and that's when they decided to work on the cable. So we had to use my phone to finish up that that show, and we we barely made it. But one of the shows we barely make it by the skin of our teeth. But we yeah, we give was, you quality anyway. Happens about once a month. Yeah. Um, oh, the trials. So episode one seventy four. That uh, was at the end of July. That was reframing the debate part two. We did get Robbie Graham uh, to be on the show with us. Susan Demeter St. Clair joined us. She was another contributor. Uh, I actually ended up talking more about ghosts with her than I think I did about UFOs. Cause she's got some interesting ideas about ghosts. Um, you know, uh, we're her idea of the extraterrestrial hypothesis and trying to refuting that. And, but her idea is the dead people hypothesis. Is that really what's going on with ghosts? We don't really know. Um, and then after her segment, we did with uh, we also had Red Pill Junkie again and Smiles Lewis. Right, Red who, Pill did the um, illustrations, right? Red Pill did the illustrations, and he also wrote one of the. Uh, everybody that we had on wrote a right an essay an essay in the book, and of course Rob Robbie was the editor, um, but Smiles is the um, head of the Anomaly Network, one of the one of the radio networks that we're on, and we got to meet Smiles in. Um, He's actually staying at the same Motel 6 we were in Roswell. We got to meet him there. And uh, so really cool, really cool guy. Uh, after that, kind of tried to lay low on UFOs for a while because I kind of got exhausted about the, about the topic. <laughs> so episode 175 was Robert W. Sullivan the fourth, and that was the fourth time that he was on. Cinema Symbolism 2. Uh, where we talked about uh, movies, uh, we talked about David Lynch and Stanley Kubrick and Darren Aronofsky. Uh, talked about the you know, kind of like the works of Aaron Mo- Alan Moore. Uh, and any of the uh, any of the cin- cinema symbolism stuff is just damned interesting. Yeah, and we also did a brief little thing about uh, on Patreon with him about Freemasonry and about um, uh, yeah, you know we're gonna draw a blank now the uh famous freemason the uh, one that wrote the real famous book not albert pike but uh i can't remember now i hate it when that happens man welcome to my world buddy i know it I just like so, it must be getting really late 
Episode 176, Walter Bosley. That's the fifth time we've had Walter on. Uh, we've had Walter on a lot. Yeah. And there's actually a Patreon episode, too, that, that I did with him this year about Hecate. Notice I'm really pushing Patreon on this show. Well, we've done a lot uh, this year. Walter Bosley, Destination Carcosa. This was about his book about Ambrose Bierce. And oh yeah, he, I went and I downloaded. I think I don't know if I mentioned right. it or not. I downloaded his like complete works for like ninety nine cents mm-hmm. or something like that. It wasn't as good as I was hoping. Really, <laughs> it was all right. Like the first, and it was funny because the the very first story was like this contested. Like people don't know if he wrote it or if he stole it or what. Mm. Um, and it was the called the Hangman's Daughter, and it was amazing. Like a super well written, really cool, real interesting story and everything. And then after that, all the rest of them, I was just like, man, there's like a book. Did you read The Damned Thing? That's the one that I always remember because of the title. I, just, I was reading it from the front, and there was like, there was a story about how, um, it was like dirty dancing for like the 1800s. It was about the how evil the waltz was and how it was. Uh, it was like some kind of satirical thing. Younger, yeah. Uh, but it like, it was really, it, it was bizarre. <laughs> Well, we talked about you know Carcosa, the, the this which is a um, something that um, Beerus actually well it was bar Beerus wrote about first, and then another author wrote about that influence kind of like the the mythology behind the first season of True Detective, mm-hmm. uh, which after I talked to Walter about all that, I went back and watched the first season of True Detective and it was saw it in a completely new light. Um, so yeah, Robert Chambers was the, was that author, and he also influenced Lovecraft and Stephen King as well. He's Which is one of his first author, one of his first kind of like horror writers. Well, that's what that's what interested me. That people talked about him like he was a bridge between Poe and Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, shit. All right. He's also a Civil War soldier, which uh, mm-hmm. he fought in a lot of the campaigns on the Union side mm-hmm. that were actually around our area. He was at Ch- uh, Chattanooga, Chickamauga. I believe he was here, Battle of Nashville and Franklin as well. Um, but uh, Walter sees him as being like a secret agent that worked in the whole airship milieu, which, you know, is kind of like Walter's thing. Um, episode 177, Jenny Ashford and Tom Ross, our friends from the 13 O'Clock Podcast. And this was a fun one. Yeah. We just talked about an entire grab bag of stuff. <laughs> the Warrens, uh, demonic possession. Uh, yeah, this it's basically fun. all Tom just like making me laugh the entire time. Yeah, this is this is a good fun like casual conversation one. Mm-hmm. Just talking about weird shit for about yep. an hour and a half. Uh, again, guys, can't stress enough. Check out their podcast. They're up to like seventy episodes now. Um, they're really they're really kicking ass. Yeah, they're all great. Their chemistry. Like they they don't do guests they they just pick a topic and they they burn through it together and mm-hmm. um it's well it's really well researched it's it's um they take a, a somewhat skeptical approach to a lot of it but it's it's pretty well unbiased going into it I think you know and it's just really well done it's entertaining as hell <laughs> oh absolutely episode one seventy eight Natalina I call her she calls herself Natalina EI extraordinary intelligence. Uh, this was a good one. I, I really enjoyed talking to to, to Natalina. We kind of got into like her, kind of like her switch from New Age beliefs to to Christian beliefs, 
kind of like her foray, just like myself, into kind of more fringy Christian stuff. And then to, to kind of like more being more practical about and more skeptical about everything that 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 you read, while still kind of maintaining a kind of a kind of maintaining your your belief system. And it was this was good because this was more for me like a personal journey type of thing. And she also told us some of like her uh, paranormal experiences that she had, um, which I was. Kind of hoping that uh, she, she she was telling me that her her and her, her boyfriend Nate are going to try to come out to Nashville. So, oh, nice. yeah, they really want to meet Doctor Future. <laughs> Episode one seventy nine. This is in the end of August. We posted in September. This was Ken Thomas from Apocalypse Now, which this was one that I was really excited about uh, having Ken Thomas on. Um, Greg Bishop actually told Greg Bishop and he are friends. And he actually told Ken about us and Ken actually approached me about coming on. And, um, that was a pretty big moment <laughs> to have him on. Cause he's one of these old conspiracy guys. Um, you know, he's not looking that he's going to make any fame out of this. He's one of the real serious reach researchers, uh, talk about a lot about the Kennedy assassination, uh, you, you know, his new book was about, you know, Trump apocalypse. Now the, Triumph of the Conspiracy Spectacle, which was a little more than just about Trump. It was really more about how uh, conspiracy theory has kind of become politicized, um, has become a way for, for certain politicians, conspiracy celebrities to to become politicians. Um, so that was a really good one. I, I want to have him back on again to talk about uh, Danny Casolaro and some of his earlier works about UFOs um, and all that. Of course, you know, Steam Shovel Press um, – is one of the earliest uh, conspiracy magazines and uh, Ken's been around a long time. So that was a real delight. Episode 180, Chad and Alta Diller. This is Orbducted in the French Quarter. This one was good because this was another one of those, another one of those personal experience episodes where you really can't quantify it, but you're listening to what someone has experienced, what they said. And this one wasn't just, this was two people that had basically the same experience, but yet in, in, in like kind of different fashions. Um, and also one of the interesting parts of it was also talking about um, remembering as a child being brought to this hospital and basically doing these experiments with ESP. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Eleven and Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard, you know, that was, so that was, that was really fascinating. And I think there's, there's definitely something there to all that. Episode 181, Romper Room 2. That was you, myself, and our good friend Jeff. And Jeff made everybody pissed off. Right. <laughs> With him, his, you love him or you hate him. Yeah, it's true. You know, that's true. But we talked about we talked about we talked about conspiracy stuff. We talked about uh, uh, the prevalence of where conspiracy is, whether it's on the left or right wing. Uh, we talked about a lot of pol- political things, um, and then Jeff's good good old fashioned witticisms. <laughs> he's an angry he's an angry man. Yes. Episode 182, moving into October here. This is Ren Collier. 
I titled it Liminal Room, which is uh, which is after Rin's uh, blog that he has. And uh, Joe Damari actually sat in with us on that one, uh, demonstrated his little word, random word generator device. And we talked to, we talked to Ren, we left that running and got some interesting results from that one. Yeah. But we talked to Ren about some of his out of body experiences. Him and Joe seemed to, uh, to come together on that. Um, Albert Bender, which was one of the, the first person that encountered the men in black back in the fifties. And also how Albert Bender was also an occultist. Um, Ren is an interesting guy. I've talked to Ren not too long ago, and I want to have him back on to talk about his views that because uh, Ren describes himself as a communist. So I want to get his thoughts on things. Maybe piss a few people off at the same time. <laughs> Episode 183 Dr. Or- Eric Kurlander, Hitler's Monsters. Ah, so you know, this one I thought was going to be more into the um, Nazi research of the occult stuff and it was but it came from a much more historical yeah serious historical point of view there wasn't a lot of sensationalism with this which the book when i when i picked up the book i thought that's what it was going to be too that's yeah that's what i mean yeah and it, it it really isn't it's more of an examination of how the the nazis came to believe strange things and we ended up uh, you know, usually we do hour and a half. We do hour and a half interviews. This interview was closer to two hours because this one uh, we talked about kind of like examining the current political climate and comparing it to that in like pre-Nazi and Nazi Germany. And it was a little disconcerting of just how close things seemed to be. <laughs> we followed that one up. Uh, well, this, at this point I was on a trip, so we followed all, all these up. We did these all around the same time. Um, episode 184, this is our good friend, Mark Anthony Wyatt. This is the second time we had him on. Uh, he talked about mermaids, Cornish folklore. We also talked about time slips. Uh, and we also had Craig Chaconi on, uh, in the same episode where we talked about the Vietnam war documentary by Ken Burns. And we talked about uh, some of the historical aspects of that and the relationship between the Kennedy assassination and the Vietnam War. And with Mark, we spoke about some of the research that he'd been doing on mermaids and some of the folk tales that he had collected uh, from where he lives in Cornwall in England. Right. So, yeah, so he's, he's still working on that book. He told me today that, He's actually uh, working on. He's actually going to start working on, possibly having the mermaids thing as a separate kind of book or a smaller kind of book, and the Cornish folklore tales as a, as a as as its own book. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to to his stuff. I think Mark's a good collector of all these kinds kinds of stories, and he's got some hell of great stories on his own. Uh, Episode 185, Round Table of High Strangeness. This is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, it was a blast. I wish we could do this more often. Absolutely. This was a powerhouse. This open forum. like Yeah. This was Greg Bishop, 
Joshua Cutchin, Red Pill Junkie, and I got Adam Go Rightly to come back. Yeah. And they all picked some of their favorite high strangeness stories and yep. we just And I talked about and talked. I talked about the one where the, the, the guy encountered the naked aliens and the loudspeaker voice that came out, out and said that uh that uh that said I am Jimmy Hoffa. Huh. <laughs> So yeah, this this definitely was, and, and everybody picked everybody like you said picked their own their own stories to talk about. Uh, Go rightly gave some of his personal stories, which which was also interesting. Um, so yeah, and and Red Pill Junkie picked stuff from like Spain, just stuff that you would never hear, like yeah. you know, because I think Red Pill, you know, he brings a lot to the table because you know being someone that's bilingual, you know, obviously you can read Spanish. So he can pick up a lot of material that we're not going to, that maybe has not been translated, you know, sure. over here yet. And a lot of the stuff that reaches most of us has been heavily filtered, you know. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't match some agenda or another, it's not going to get aired anywhere. You're not going to hear about it. These were some of the really bizarre, unique, like, just strange stuff. Yep. Episode 186. This is entitled Adam on the Road. Uh, this was on my trip out to... The Wild Blue Yonder, where I went to D.C., I went to Ithaca to visit with Soraya. I stayed with Peter Robbins at his home. Um, I did an interview with Peter there. I sat in on Where Did the Road Go? I went to Albatwitch Day in in Pennsylvania, hung out with Tim and James and uh, Soraya as well. And... Um, was you know it was kind of cool being on the radio and both of Soraya's radio shows Where Did the Road Go and Last Exit for the Lost which is his music show and I also sat down with my uncle and with Jennifer Stein uh, and did a recording with them and then did a little recording with James and Tim in Pennsylvania with my handy little Zoom H6 <laughs> which we followed that up when I got back with episode 187 and this is Aginas 2 Time travel, blue beam, and the and the future. The much debated episode. Mm. We had Chris Wolford on with that one as well. He was like a co-host on that one. That's right. Yeah. Um, what can I say? It's just a it's, it's just a damned wild ride, man. <laughs> Someone took objection to the fact that Augie got his news from uh, from RT. Despite all the rest of this weird stuff that he said right. on the show, that's the only thing that really mattered to somebody. <laughs> Episode 188, Devin J. Byrne 2, Surfing Between Dimensions. That one was another interesting one. I think my mind got blown on that one. I, I, I that one I short circuited on. Okay, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know what to think. I mean, I, I, I think on that one we actually did interview the Antichrist. Oh, which yeah. a lot of podcasts yeah. can't say that they've done. Yeah. So I had to ask him because his website said he was. Mm-hmm. And when you know, I mean, how could you not pass up that that opportunity? Right. Followed by episode 189, Jenny Ashford 3, The Faceless Villain. We're getting to the ones that we've done just recently. This was a good uh, kind of switch for us. This was into the world of true crime, which yeah. I want to do more of. Uh, her book about the, the faceless villain is about 
all these cases that were unsolved from the from 1900 to 1959, which she's working on the second book and also working on a third book about those as well. So we will have her back on about that. Um, which on that, I kind of stayed away from cases like the Black Dahlia, things that are more well known, and we kind of talked about the lesser known cases that were that I felt like you know nobody has heard of. Yeah, there's so many fascinating ones. Mm-hmm. We also did a Patreon where we kind of loosely discussed the Cleveland tur- Torso murders. Started trying to discuss yeah, because we got because <laughs> we got Tom involved, and it just you know it, it just became a free for all after that one. I love Tom. He's a bad man. I just love him. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, episode one ninety. This is Ryan Gadawa and also Jason Favok, which we talked to Jason about um, his work and he's a um, he's a fan of the show. He's also a artist for DC Comics, and we talked to him about some of his personal experiences growing up with sleep paralysis. We talked about how he has uh, some of that, those experiences have influenced his artwork, how he got to work for DC Comics, and now he's writing the winter uh, special for Swamp Thing, which, you know, my favorite comic book, comic book character growing up. And did, then Brian... Did I tell you to ask him to do like a sweet like superhero ink sketch of us? No, I don't think you did. Oh, I meant to ask you that. Yeah, we need to. We need yeah. to have him do that. Like, that'd be awesome, dude. I'm going to ask him. Like us going all kung fu on Bigfoot or something? (laughs) (laughs) All the onomatopoeias. Pow. (laughs) Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Gadawa. That's the fourth time Brian was on the show. We had Brian on two times this year. That was uh, more about the preterist viewpoint. Uh, We talked a little bit also about what's going on in Hollywood with the... um, the, the the various sex scandals that have happened. Um, and we talked about his new book uh, from Chronicles of the Apocalypse, which um, I really like Brian's books. Uh, they're very good. They're very well-written, very easy to read. Uh, the guy's a screenwriter, so stuff moves like a movie. Which we followed that up with episode 191, and that was Travis Walton and Jennifer Stein, the show that almost Thank ever God. didn't happen. Thank God we didn't have any technical issues mm. with someone like Travis Walton on the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, only one of the best-known alien abductees of all time. And uh, thank God that Skype did not decide to, to, to update. Thank God that the that Comcast didn't give out in the middle of the show. Yeah, and the interface worked uh, the whole time. You I know, see, yeah. I mean, yeah. No any of the, Thank issues. God none of that happened while we were doing that. Oh, my God. Uh, episode 192, Michael Hughes. Uh, I called that conspiracy culture, politics, and responsibility. I did that yesterday. I've not heard it. That You've not heard it. So that was more about how he was, um, how he was really – Fed up with the conspiracy world and embracing uh, right, really right wing politics and causes, um, which kind of also was like episode one ninety three that we just did with Doctor Future, and that was twenty seventeen guys on our show. So big things next year, guys! Big things. Any reflections, Rob? Been a good year. Yeah. You know, we got to go on the road again with the show. Mm-hmm. We've met a lot of fans, made a lot of friends. Been great. Absolutely. Gonna, gonna just get better. 
Absolutely. And I really want to thank you for all the work that you put into this. And I want to thank you, out. Adam, for reading all those books <laughs> so that I don't have to. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, we do have some good shows lined. I'm going to be working on getting stuff scheduled for January. Uh, Rob, you've got a guest that you want to get on the show as well. Mm-hmm. So um, we, at least as far as I know, I'll have three dates scheduled in January that we can that we can have. Um, also want to try, if we can, uh, to, to still do more like standalone episodes where it's just you and I, we need to do more of that. Uh, yeah. People need to hear our voices, I think more. Um, so to try to more mix it up with between guest shows and shows that it's just us. Yeah. I, I would like, th- I would like a third person element somewhere in the mix, but it seems like you and I, you know, we're, we are conspiracy normal. So we're just going to, keep this book keep this ball rolling so guys i think that's about it if you want to call it yep um thank you everyone for everything and for the great year absolutely we love you guys and please um we're we're we've got the youtube channel going um we you know hopefully we're gonna get more people listening to the show through that i think we got three subscribers so far but it's only been up like it's it's been like just a little over a week (laughs) yeah so and and hopefully um we get um we get Luke back at some point to amuse everybody because he does have his fans and you know we we got to make those people happy. I'm one of them. I'm I'm one of them too. I'm one of them too. Luke, we we miss you, dude. We miss you. We want you to come back. Stop frying stuff and come back to conspire normal. All right, guys. We'll see you next year in 2018 on Conspiranormal! Waka. Happy New Year. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.